Hi everybody, welcome to Common You Spurs TV where we talk about everything Spurs. Today I'm going to open with a quote from today's edition of The Guardian. It says, why are Tottenham a club in crisis? Um, no manager, no sporting director and hurricane unsettled. This is the story of Tottenham, or is it? Well, to look at this and to look ahead uh, to the match against Newcastle, um, I've got with me in the studios uh, for Common You Spurs TV, I've got Chuma. Uh, he will join us on the other side. In the meantime, come on, you Spurs. Welcome back. Uh, this is Common You Spells TV. With me today, I've got Chuma. If this is your first time here, uh, you've helped our channel a great deal if you subscribe, uh, leave a comment, uh, like the channel, and of course, share with your network um, so we can keep, keep bringing you uh, loads of good stuff. Of course, uh, anytime you need, if you want to get notified anytime we go live, by all means, uh, click on the bell button. Chuma, welcome. Um, <laughs> It's like I said, it's Tottenham club in crisis. Is this one of these, um, what I call, uh, let's hunker down uh, narrative of uh, playing the sick mentality as a club and say the world against us, or is this <laughs> is this really true? <laughs> you know, because so, so many stories are weaving around it, the whole place. I mean, there's like, Partici, uh there's uh, the no no manager. Um, first of all, it was last I mean, a few less than a week ago. It was oh, the club haven't won anything at any level. There's no coach for the part. I mean, under 18s, under 19s, under 21s, women are in You know, you know, so everything is like all over the place. And suddenly, the under 17s win the league, uh, the league championship um, against Forest. Uh, I won five one. No one mentioned that in the press. <laughs> I know it's 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 it's, well, it's it's something, but hey, maybe clutch it as strong. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Right. Oh, I'm super, I'm super, super good. Uh, to, 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 to reply your opening statement, um, no director of football, no manager, club in crisis. That's just, this is just Friday under Enoch in Tottenham. If you're a Tottenham fan, it's what crisis? Crisis? What crisis? This is Enoch. This is this is what we're accustomed to. You have to have a very, a very strong liver <laughs> to come up with Tottenham fan. See, people always talk about supporting Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal. No, you have to be very strong to support Tottenham. You have to you have to be able like if you're over the age of forty and you're a Spurs fan, you would have been dead at thirty. <laughs> if this had happened to any other club. That's how deep it is. We are that strong. Where we plunge from one thing to the other. When you just think it can't get any worse. Oh, Tottenham surprise you and take you lower and lower and lower. And and the thing about it is as a fan, you at the back of your mind, you expect it. So you're not really as soon as the case against Paratici started, you knew he was guilty. <laughs> you knew he was going to go. My problem was the club should have acted sooner to like cut ties early 
but they let him work. You know, there were even rumors that he had met with uh, the manager of Reem, Will Still, last week. And I was thinking, no, that's fake news. They're just piling it on for clickbait now because he can't be working if he's, if he was, he stood down pending his appeal, which he lost yesterday and everything else. And, you know, it goes a lot, it, it, it says a lot when Juventus have had their 15 point deduction restored and Paratici's had his ban <laughs> upheld. You know, it tells you that, yes, him, um, the Agnelli guy and whoever. I think the only person who escaped without any caution is Pavel Nedved. You know, Nedved is the only one that escaped with no, they've, they've taken away his ban and everything. He's, he's cool. But the rest of them, were, uh, their hands were all in the cookie jar. In fact, they masterminded the cookie jar. So well, that's I'll, one I'll, thing. I'll, 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 I'll not comment at this stage because there's still so much going on. I mean, in the in terms of appeals and stuff like that. So let's just not uh, prejudice the uh, outcome of, of, of the of the whole thing because I mean, of course. Um, no, no, but he's been judged. He's been judged. I don't know what you're talking about prejudice. He's been judged. It's over. His appeal is done. He's one and done. He had to resign. All right. Okay. So, he's, well, he's, yeah. Apparently, there's, um, there's going to be a retrial. Apparently, um, against the club, against um, yeah, what's the word? Juventus. Yeah, um, against Juve. So yes, uh, we'll see how how that turns out. But I mean, coming back to Tottenham, I mean, in terms of where things are, you know, from so many perspectives, we have um, we're fighting for. Well, some people say it's not even worth fighting for, or even not even considering for this season to look for the top four. But on, 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 on another level, I mean, I, I think from my perspective, at least uh, from my opinion, I think it would be good for us to get top four for many reasons. You know, uh, some people say it's probably going to mask uh, the reality of what's really going on at the club. Others will tell you that um, we don't really deserve top four based on our performance this season and, um, and, and all that and all that, you know, but I mean, there's always counter argument to every position. And uh, my view is, look, um, we've invested a lot in, in, in the club, uh, the stadium, in, in the players as well. I mean, in, in the playing squad, regardless of what people may think, you know, there are areas where maybe we, we could do some improvements. However, it's not for lack of trying that um, we, uh, uh, we, we, we are where we are. But the fact of the matter is that with playing constant in Champions League, it obviously improves the club's position on the financial level, obviously from a prestige level as well. It also does that. And it also gives you the ability to attract other players, or players who may be uncertain about where they need to go. Have you had to sort of change or sort of choose, if you like, between a club playing in the league and one playing in, in Champions League? I mean, it's usually a no-brainer, except it's a big money issue. Most most uh, players want to play at the top of uh, the competitions that sort of uh, enhance their careers and showcases uh, their skills uh, on on a more global scale. So that that's 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 always the um, the the, uh, the the positive from for playing in the Champions League and of course I don't want to play, play on Thursday night I, I, you know. <laughs> so yeah so that's um that's that's a big incentive however we're we're fighting against what well I mean quite a few clubs who are vying for that position I mean we at the, at the moment we're we're in fifth uh, above us we've got mind you who are two or three points ahead of us with a couple of games in hand. Uh, Sorry, one game in hand actually, and then um, same thing with um, Newcastle, who we meet on, on Sunday, and this is where where we're having this this um, preview, you know. And um, of course, behind us we have um, 
pricing who have two games in hand and about what they're probably about six. They probably if they if they win the two games in hand, they they go up above us as well. So that's um, it's it's a lot going on in that, in that respect. But like I always say, points on the board matter. You know, um, no matter how many games you have in hand, if you don't win your, if you don't win your games that you have in hand, it doesn't mean jack really. You know, so hey, um, going to St James's Park. We have a good record there, actually. When 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 you think about it, we haven't. I mean, I think the last time we lost there was uh, when we we well we didn't win the league against against Leicester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, we ended up losing the, that the, last game. The holiday, the holiday game, yeah, the holiday exactly. game. Yeah, so we ended up losing that last the, game. Five points to, to overtake us into, into second place that year. Um, but I mean, that was the year when we had a really really good chance of. of of uh, topping the league, but of, of course, uh, you know, unfortunately, we lost um, or, we, or we drew a clean match um, uh, against uh, Chelsea at the bridge, and the rest is history. I mean, that would not, that wouldn't have made us top the league. I mean, sort of sort of put the record straight. It would at least have put, drawn us closer to, to prolong, prolong uh, the race. Yeah, yeah and prolong the race, and obviously put a bit of pressure on, on, on Leicester as well. But that didn't happen. So we are where we are. Uh, Newcastle has always been a, a difficult place to go in any on any on any day anyway, but we always seem to come away with, with, good, with good results. Let's let's have let's have a look at what what we're looking at for this season. What what do you reckon? Let's 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 start with them with with, with their away team. Um, they have got a new manager. Um, they've got plenty of money, and he seems to be doing well. Um, over the course of the season that we've had so far, you know. If we look at their form guide before now, I mean, have a look. And today's form guide is telling us this is where things are uh, as far as um, the last six games between both teams, right? Uh, we have sort of won two, drawn two, and uh, lost two. So, a bit of consistency there. We got two, two, two. <laughs> but uh, they won the last five games. I've only, I've only lost one. You know, and the one they lost was um, away to Villa, who are on a very, very good run as it goes at the moment. You know, so yeah, let's let's have a look at that. What what, what do you reckon? Well, it's, it's it's pretty obvious looking at the form guide who's going to win. <laughs> you know, and this is not this is not downing Tottenham. It's you you pointed out that they have a new manager in Eddie Howe. I've always found Eddie Howe to be very competent, even when he was at Bournemouth. I love the way Bournemouth played. I love the fact that they came out to play football, even though um, back when he was manager, I think that the height of it was at the Poch, during the Poch years, we would beat them. But he never backed down. He never played defensive. He has a very attacking mindset very proactive mindset. And he's carried this proactive mindset into Newcastle. And we, we're talking about the Saudi money and you know the, the PIF fund or whatever they're called taking over, but he hasn't really spent the money. He hasn't really blown 300 million in a, in a window, but he's bought sensibly and he's played the type of football he's played. And, you know, converted like, and, and the mark of a very good manager, as they say is, the number of players that improve under your tutelage. Look at a guy like Joe Linton. Look at Jacob Murphy. You know, you're looking at these guys, these guys that they've played for, even uh, the, the lad that came from um, Arsenal, his name eludes me at the moment, uh, Willock. Yes, Joe Willock. And 
they've improved. They're game winners. They're, 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 they're playing front foot football. And yes, they, they, they go out to win every single game. You know, it, you, you and I off air were talking about the, the Poch years, the Pochettino years, where we would go to matches knowing that we were coming here to win. We're not coming here to, you know, it's the same thing. You know, I, I loved, I loved and still love Tiger Woods as a golfer because Tiger Woods said, when I come to a tournament, even at his worst injury prone level, he said, I'm coming here to win. I'm not coming here to take part. Even though you knew your heart, oh, this guy, your knees are gone, your leg. He comes in with that mindset. And Pochettino's teams came with that mindset. Eddie Howe's team this season, Newcastle, every game they've played, I've enjoyed watching because they are coming with the intent. They don't play like underdogs. They are coming to win. You know, and the, the, the form guy bears it down. Five games won. They lost the game. They didn't even draw. They just lost. But they went out to match and they lost. Fair dues. But look at Tottenham. One, two, drawn two, lost two. The results are reflective of our coach. Christian Stellini, who I don't, for the life of me, I don't understand why he's still at the club. You know, uh, you know. That's just me. I, I, I don't think, I mean, if you look at the teams we've played, you're looking at the form guide now. We played Wolves, Nottingham Forest, Southampton, and Everton. Brighton and Bournemouth. Soji, there's no way you tell me that at least four of those games are not show bankers back in the day. On paper, yes. Those I mean. games are games. <laughs> yes, we would, we would. Their squads are not better than ours in any way, shape, or form. Virtually all those teams, their squads are not better than Tottenham squad. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, and I'm not hyping up or picking up. They're, they're, they're not. They're not. However, they're coached very, very well. You know, especially Brighton, who the, the, the one team I thought we would lose to, Brighton, we won. And we won fortuitously, of course, because there were so many things that happened in that game that you could have said. But however, it's, yeah, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It's interesting, but I, I yeah, I, I think everyone expects Tottenham to lose this match and lose heavily. So usually it's when we when when people are thinking that that the reverse happens. I think sometimes, but in in, in any way, I'm not expecting a Spurs victory at all. Yes, when when you when you think about it in 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 those terms, I think okay, fine. We haven't been um, stellar in our performances so far. There's been a big lack of consistency in. In terms of winning, I mean, the only sort of consistency you probably will have would be possibly the, the playing pattern, which has been not like the lineups and the yeah, lineup and the lineup of club. <laughs> and without making excuses for the for the um, for the coach or for the team, I mean, I think there hasn't been that much of a choice in terms of how how we've been set up. I, I guess possibly the only thing you could possibly say may be that perhaps maybe we could have had a change of formation in terms of. Um, how we set up, um, maybe how four at the back and then play four three three, you know. Um, but then again, I think I think where the challenge might come from would be from the full back position because we don't really have a left back at the moment. And at the moment, I think um, uh, our first choice left back um, Davis before is, is missing, is injured. Um, uh, that young man Langley uh, got injured last week, so I mean. Leaves us with uh, what's his name, Perisic, and uh, I think one of the things about Perisic for for me has been the fact that he's been played out of what you might call his favorite position, his, his favorite position which we played for his natural national team, 
which is a bit further forward, you know, um, of the left-hand side of midfield, you know, and um, but here he's being played, um, um, sorry, on the front, on the front left-hand side of the, of the, of the front three, or in, or in midfield, as opposed to uh, being a wing-back where he's been playing uh, this season and that hasn't quite suited his his game. And uh, the other one we have is uh, Ryan Sessing, you know, he's been injured for, for a long time as well. So I doubt that we have a lot of cover on that side of the field uh, to come in to, to play the full-back position. So that, that's that's a bit of a, a, a problem, but... Some people will say that okay, you got all the under twenty ones or under twenty three. Why don't you bring somebody, class somebody from from there and sort of um, give them a, a run on the side? The only problem with that is um, uh, ultimately what you find with um, most teams also uh, people at this at, the, at this level is that they they, all, they always expect results. So if you don't get the results, they always say to you, "Oh, why didn't you use your team? Or why are you going to bring, bring kids?" You know, but again, you, you never win. If it works, fantastic. If it doesn't work, if it doesn't work. Um, you, you, like I always say, you're, you're, <laughs> you're a bad guy. <laughs> you know, so that's 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 sort of um, it's, it's 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 a bit of a challenge that that, that, you, that we have. But like you said, look, um, Eddie Howe has done a great job in terms of uh, getting Newcastle to be to where to be where they are. You know, and I think um, when I when I saw him appointed at the, um, at the start of the season, I was like, hmm. Are you sure that's the right move for them? I thought maybe he was just putting there like an interim role to build a team, if you like, so that um, hopefully when when things get solid and, and settled, uh, get get the Saudi owners to understand the league, um, look at the choices and see how things pan out. It gives them then chance to build on it gradually from a management perspective. So I guess that from their perspective was a way of them doing seeing. Okay, let's see how things go. Things go well, we might keep him there, you know. Or things don't go really well, at least we've got the option to change or upgrade someone, someone um, a tad higher of the food chain, if you like, you know. And we all know how these things work in, in, in football. You're only as good as your last resort. All it takes is for him to have a run of four games on, on and not win or, or lose badly. And people start to call for his head and say, oh, why, should, why was he appointed in the first place, you know. So <laughs> that's that's football for you. But hey, um that that sort of brings us to say, look, um, we we say, look, um, he's had a, a decent team. I mean, if you look at decent in terms of in terms of performances, I think the decent comes from the way that they play. If you look at the way that um, Newcastle play, Newcastle hurry you from start to finish. So that tells you a lot about their fitness. Tells you a lot about the, about the attitude. It tells you a lot about. Um, how they set up and the mindset that they've got to go out and just basically attack the ball. I don't know if you notice, but anytime they're out there, they are running for ninety minutes. They are, you know, on 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 the front foot and always mm-hmm. pressing up high on the pitch, mm-hmm. you know. And even with the being pressing up high on the pitch, they still never caught, get caught on the counter as well. So there's got a real good balance of. Of you know of just maintaining that um, that uh, press that they've got and the, and the discipline and the shape of the team, and that tells you that uh, how is making is doing a really great job. I can't even fault him at all. You know, um, somehow somehow though, I just you know I'm the eternal optimist. You know, and I make no apologies for that. <laughs> so, <laughs> I actually think that um, we have the tools to hurt them. You know, we have the tools to hurt them. At, at every level, I think if you look at the matches that we, we match against them at home, 
essentially gifted them two two goals to, to for them to win that match. But uh, for vast majority of that match, we were on top of them. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess going away again, they've got to come out this time around. And um, it gives us, it opens up a lot more options for us to uh, help them um, a great deal. However, I know that people will say that, okay, we play three, five, we play three, three at the back and four in the middle and three in front. Maybe that, that may not suit us. I think one of the things I saw in the match against um, Bournemouth was that even though we lost that match, I still saw a lot of fighting spirit from that team. I saw that we, even though we lost, I mean, there's, there's, they came out really, really strong, especially in the second half. You know, even at the start of the match itself, you know, uh, when the, when this went up for one, one nil and maybe maybe took the foot off the gas a little bit, but again, it's always two teams playing a game. So I mean, always people always sort of look only at at your own side. They never look at what the other side are doing and think, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, Bournemouth, of course, I mean they're, they're dead survive as well. So they didn't they didn't quite uh, sit down and, and and lay back. And if you look at what Bournemouth have done as well, they haven't done too badly. I mean, um, we I, I know. They and in bottom half of the league, but catch your mind back to the game we played against them away to them. They, they went two goals up, up, up. I mean, you know, when, when, before we came back at the end to to snatch it at the, at the end. So I mean, so for me, there are not no easy teams at this level of the Premier League. No easy teams, and no result is conclusive before you got to go out there and end the points. You got to play, you know, play well. Uh, remain focused for 90 minutes, you know. I mean, uh, we had a couple of really, really good chances to close that match out against um, against Bournemouth. Unfortunately, I mean, Richardson headed wide, Kane headed wide at some point, you know. So we, it wasn't for lack of opportunities. We just didn't take them when, when it mattered. And when we needed the composure to at the back for, you know, someone like Hoiberg to stand up and not just fall off, <laughs> you know, but he got a kind of skill to uh, the young man, Dongo, who... Who sort of you know played played the blind eye in that position at that point in time to keep his head calm and cool and cut back and just leave for back for dead you know that was classic what I call a classic Maja move you know <laughs> you know I mean <laughs> that's what a classic Nigerian player would do they they would want to sort of beat the man you know and Actually, yeah he did yeah. him well, quite well. You, you want to say something uh, tomorrow? <laughs> Sorry. No, I my no my 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 thoughts are basically my thoughts are that um, anyhow, like you said, I think I think it comes down to mindset, and I think it comes down to mindset in in the fact that I'm a I'm a Cruyff Bielsa guy. Those are my coaching heroes. I love them, and I love all the their offspring, more or less, Pochettino, Guardiola, you know, looking at all the guys that come from those two, those two coaches. And there's a mindset. The mindset is, we are coming here to win, or we're coming, we're coming here to attack, or we're coming here to defend. The problem with defending and picking your moment to hurt someone is, if your moment never comes, you're just going to be inundated with wave after wave and wave of attacks. And I think that's the mindset Newcastle have. Newcastle come into a game going, we're not here to defend, we're here to attack. Because attack, as you've heard before, is the best form of defense. And defending for just defending sake, and, and I think that's the problem with Tottenham, is we have wonderful attacking players. 
I wasn't surprised Danjuma scored. I mean, in fact, you know what? When Danjuma scored, I wanted to text you to say, I said it. This guy comes on, he will score. You know, we knew Danjuma would score. We knew Danjuma could play. However, the coaching, I, I still go back to this. It's coaching, 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 coaching. Everyone can tell me it's useless players. Our brother and friend Zeus can call them whatever names he wants to call the players in terms of how useless they are. And, and it's true. Spurs have average players. But I've always said this. Average, average pawns can deliver a checkmate on the chessboard. Newcastle have average players. Yet, look at what they're doing. It's because their manager attacks, he has an attacking vision, and he goes for it. Tottenham wait till there's nothing left to lose, and then they go for it. And that's why I, say, I, I insist, if Tottenham tonight get rid of Christian Stellini and the rest of the Italian coaching staff and just employ the English coaches at that club, Tottenham will win this weekend. Tonight, Friday, Friday, this is Friday night. They sack Stellini and bring in Chris Powell, Yaya Toure, Jermaine Defoe, the gentleman who led the under 18. They bring all of them to the first team coaching right now. You said something about it's not really a formation change. It's not a formation change, it's a mindset change. Because I, I go on about four at the back. But if you're watching what's going on, this is me as just a fan watching football and understanding tactics. Let me just hold you on there. This is a good time for us to sort of look at the predicted lineups for for, for, for what we want to <laughs> predict for for um, for um, the match on Sunday. And uh, you, I mean, keep talking and then we'll, we'll look at them in, in a few words. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying that it's not a formation change. It's a mindset change. They have to go from being Tottenham, the defensive, to Tottenham, the attacking. And Tottenham, the attacking, it doesn't matter if you have three defenders. It's just the way you utilize your team. And this guy doesn't know how to utilize his team. It's not about the, the way you all oh, the three defenders. Guardiola at this moment lines up as a back four, Man City. But if you watch them play, they turn to a back three. He's playing three, two, two, three. Because he's found out a system that works and he's copying Brighton's coach, De Zerbi. The Zerbi has worked out this system where he can lull you to come forward. His defenders, his fullbacks tuck in and he just changes the game. He outnumbers you everywhere. He has an outlet. Guardiola has worked out how to do that better than him. Which oh, is he, has he, better said, he said that um, uh, Mr. Walker can't play the system that he's, he's, he's playing, right? Exactly. You know, and, so, now, uh, now, yeah. so now he's put a kanji instead of Walker. Yes. And nobody's looking at that. He's he's got Ake instead of playing. He bought a Spanish boy um, as left back. Yeah, but when he saw Zinchenko, but that Spanish boy has not seen. Instead, he's playing he's playing Ake. Nobody's asking these questions. Why? It's because these people are tactical geniuses. They've worked out what they need to do to get that ball through to get to the spaces. And once you get to the space, it's no coincidence since he switched his formation, like let's say seven games ago, Jack Grealish is now looking like a superstar. Have you noticed that? Yes. And it's because of these things. And you're looking at Son, if they can tweak this thing properly, Son will score goals by handful. Son has blamed himself in recent weeks saying, oh, I'm off form. He's not off form. He's positioned poorly or wrongly or both. And if you get Son in position, Son will kill. 
if you get Kane in position, you're talking about the Bournemouth game. If we go back to that Bournemouth game, things changed when he dropped Kane into midfield, brought on Dan Juma and Richarlison. So now we had three in midfield because now Kane was helping um, was helping Hoiberg and Skip. And he now switched to 3-5-2. Some other coaches could have done that earlier. Some other coaches could have seen this and, and addressed all those things. But this guy is, 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 is not doing the business. And, you know, I look at this lineup now and we're going to go you know, the unfortunate right, thing, of course, was Sanchez. That, uh, so, for goalkeeper, who would you? I mean, who, who, who are we having? I mean, let's just. I would, um, I would, I would, I would rather have Foster, but we know they will never drop the race. I think Foster had a better run. So you think we have Foster, be... right? That's... I, I, I think I would rather have Foster, but we know Loris is going to. Be. So, so let's... predict the lineup Loris in that case, right? Okay, right. so I agree with you. I think it's going to be Loris, right? So the defense now, the defense. We we have what, what back we play a back three normally, right? You think we we'll maintain yes. a back three? Yes. Right. So presumably the same back three we had last week. Now the, the big problem this week is for me. Last week they had to bring off Sanchez because of the way he was treated by the fans, right? Now the only reason he came on was because Longley was injured and they had to come in to to sort of uh, do a patch job in, in, in that in that role. Now. If Longley still remains injured and want to play a back three, how's that going to work? Or will you have to revert to a back four play or playing there and Romero and possibly have uh, Perisic on the, as a fullback and then um, have on the other side Poro as a fullback? You think that's going to happen? No. Stellini, Stellini, Stellini is not tactically capable. Right. So <laughs> that's, that's telling. <laughs> He's, he's tactically inept. Let's be real. Let's be real. And it's not. I'm not trying to insult him. I'm just being realistic. The man right. is tactically... So, yeah, so it's Loris. I think he's still going to be Dyer, Romero. We don't know. I, I haven't seen any updates on Longley. Yes. I don't know if he's... And Davis seen any updates. So Davis is out of question, right? So it's either he's going to go with Tanganga because the, the, the reception Sanchez got, the fans made it known loud and clear. Nobody wants to see Sanchez play for. Ah, we didn't even put Panganga in this in this in this um, equation. So so yeah, but you could you could leave Sanchez there. So it's a case of it could be Sanchez to prove a point, or it could be Tanganga. So you can well, leave I, Sanchez. I, I, there. I reckon this is me uh, again. I'm summarizing here. I don't I don't know for sure. I think he'll probably play Sanchez, and he'll he'll, he'll get a standing ovation when he comes on away to, with the away fans, you know, given what High was treated that last weekend, you know, I, I'm not sure that uh, that went down well with a lot of the fans as well. I mean, some, I know there's a, a large section that were booing, but I, I think the reaction afterwards from Twitter, from the, from the press, from everybody that more or less said, look, I mean, ultimately, it didn't deserve that sort of treatment. I don't think it did. I, I mean, I don't agree either. It yeah, was, I, 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 I think the press were hypocritical because they're the ones who have been more or less gas gaslighting him for years. They've been writing about him as well. So now all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, he shouldn't have been treated that way. It's a lie. Well, they're liars. But, but hold on a second. But hold on a second. There's a big difference between calling out the player who hasn't been playing well and the press and the right, you know, line up and, that, and to boo him when it comes on to your team. Come on. That's, that's low. That, that is low. I mean, if we I, I, about I, it. I, I, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather you were honest with me than lie. Uh, well, I'm not sure they're Bwini, lying Bwini, about, about Bwini, Bwini him wasn't, I, Two things here. 
I don't think they booed him. I think they booed the decision of him. If that makes any sense. You're not mm-hmm. booing the guy. You're booing this coach. The guy has no clue. Why would you bring, you know, because everybody knows exactly what's going to happen. You're different if you had started him. So if you had started Sanchez, that's a completely different thing. But to bring him on when that, to them, it's like you are, you, you lack options and you, you lack the, the brain capacity to change anything for us, you know, and there's so many things, you know, it's, it, I don't think people booed him because everyone knows what Sanchez is now. We feel he's, after his, he had one and a half good years for Spurs, his first season and half of the second season, he was oh, this is, this is, this is his fifth year, presumably, it's been here yeah. for five years. Yeah, so he's, so, yeah, so he's had one and a half good years and it was because everything was simple. If we changed formation and we had a progressive manager and we played the back four, I don't think Sanchez will have problems because all he'll be doing is giving it to his fullback, giving it to centre-back, giving it... Playing a back three is very challenging for him because he plays one of the two spots where he has to underlap. So that means he has more time on the ball and he's not good on the ball. So Campbell was not good on the ball. So Campbell's job was to stop and give. This Sanchez guy, stop it and give it. Brilliant for him. It will work perfectly. So I can understand the frustration. Perisic cannot defend. So also, if you play Sanchez on that side, so if you play Sanchez on the Longley wing, he's not going to get any help from his wing back because Sanchez can, uh, Perisic cannot defend. Perisic cannot be physical. So that will be an outlet for attack from Newcastle, presumably. So and, and, sure and Newcastle, and, and who do Newcastle out, have out there? That, that shouldn't be difficult to have out, there. out you know? <laughs> who, who, who do Newcastle have out there? Almiron. Right. What, ha- what happened in our last game against exactly. Newcastle? Who killed us? Exactly. Almiron. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's, just, it's just a self-fulfilling prophecy of, 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 of what, you know, I have so we no get, faith. We should prepare ourselves for a Tottenham game, in, in other words, yes? I, I like, I, the best I can hope for Tottenham is a draw. The best I can hope for Tottenham is a draw. I, Not of course, <laughs> Tottenham and score the goals, basically, right? Yeah, but on a normal basis, depending on what the coaching was like, or if we had, like, very, very, I would go for a win, because we have the better attackers. We have guys that can score in this team. But unfortunately, I just don't see how they're going to get the ball. So Emerson is still in here. So we've got Poro on the on the left hand side of the of the, of the uh, wing back, right? And then we've got Perisic. We've got Sassino still in just so take off Sassino from yeah. there. And then leaves us with this sort of formation, presumably, right? Yeah. Now yeah. against yeah. Kippy and Hoiberg, probably I mean up to occupy those those roles. The pro- problem well, I won't say the problem, the challenge will be to make who would partner Kane. Kane is like a given in that in that front front three. Would it be Kluchevsky and Richardson, or Richardson rather, or would it would it be uh, Dan Juma or Son? Who, who, who would we go for? So, so based on how he ended the last match, mm-hmm. if he Christian Stellini wants to impress me, Juma, right now this very minute, he would start this game how he ended the last one, which is Kane in front of Skip and Hoiberg, and. It was Dan Juma and Richarlison. I'll go Dan Juma and Son. Right. Kulisewski so, on the bench. Um, if but Kristen Salini is watching this, the match. he should listen to what Chuma is saying here, right? So, <laughs> have Kane in front of Keep and Hoiberg and Dan Juma and Son, right? Dan Juma and Son. And leave Richarlison on, on the bench, right? And Kulisewski on the bench. Richardson on the bench. 
Richarlison right. on the bench, and him and Kulisevsky come on, change. You want to change the system when you're winning, and they're trying to attack more, and you want to exploit, bring on pace with Charleston and, and thing. But if I would do this, it will completely confuse, completely confuse Newcastle as well, because Newcastle expect him to come three, four, two, one, like he's played every game since he took over. So. I would do this. I, I I think this would be very 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 interesting. interesting. If you're watching this, we'd like to we'd like to have your comments uh, on what you think of this formation and uh, the lineup for well, it's our predicted lineup. This is come on your Spurs TV. Uh, if you're new here, subscribe to our channel, leave a comment and like our page. If you need to get notified uh, whenever we release uh, videos or go live, by all means, please do so by clicking on the bell button. And just as a bit of a heads up as well, on Sunday after the match, we're going to have um, a live stream, you know, which we, 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 we named the aftermath, right? We look at the uh, key talking point in the match. We analyze uh, what went on, the key moments. And of course, plenty of banter as well. You're free to join in, in, in the banter and the... Um, and the and the live stream with your, with your comments and we can also also bring you on as a, as, a, as a guest if you want. Um, just let us know ahead of time or on, on the day. Just let us know and then we'll we'll have, have you join us in, in in the discussion. Yeah, so to let you have your say. Yeah, so thank you so much, guys. Um, Chuma, final words. Uh, <laughs> score prediction. Like we always say you know score prediction. Uh, two two Harry Kane to score. Okay, I I would go I would go uh, Tottenham two 0 uh, Danjuma <laughs> and Son. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danjuma's going. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy. Danjuma's. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that's my prediction. Yes, it's been nice having you. Thank you again. And Thank you so God much. Bless you. And yeah, look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Take See good you. care. <laughs> Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Uh, God, that's, that's so funny. <laughs> you don't think we're going to win it? Anyway, I, guys. I, I, I just just drawing to the end of the year, to the end of the season. Good riddance to Stanini. Come on, you Spurs, guys. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>